Shut up and sit down. Hey Siri, what is an expert? As a noun, it means a person who has a comprehensive and authoritative knowledge of or skill in a particular area. <laughs> okay, that's clearly not us. But we're not idiots either. Hmm. Arguable. <laughs> okay, fair. How about not complete idiots? We're a couple of guys who have been friends for 25 years who happen to disagree on a lot of things. This is our podcast, where we try to make sense of those things and try to understand the other's perspective. These are our inexpert opinions. Shut up and sit down. (laughs) So stupid. (laughs) We start every podcast laughing and nobody actually knows why because they think we're just fucking stupid. It sets the tone. It just it just makes it it just makes it good from the get go. Yep. All right. Dude, by the way. How's your go ahead? I was going to say, how's your weekend? But well, you you go first, by the, by the way. By I was going to say, we're halfway through the non-drinking November. Yeah, dude. That's exciting. Although I was on the way back from Colorado Springs today, and uh, I was talking with the missus, and she asked me if I was going to continue this. And I said, I think so. I, I, just, I, I just hung out with five people who I would historically have been – drinking fairly heavily with whether it's wine <laughs> i don't know what that liquor, says about your whatever. relationship with those people but <laughs> <laughs> well no we just we just that's what we do we go out to eat you know we'll have a bunch of bottles of wine or we'll go over to their house and play play games and 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 and, and have some cocktails and things and um yeah and it, we, we this particular scenario three days with them and didn't have a single solitary drop of liqueur alcohol of any of any sort and it was it was actually surprisingly easy to the point that i told you a little bit earlier the hardest part was sitting down in an italian dinner and eating linguine and clams and not having a fat glass of just a danky red wine yeah otherwise it was like yeah whatever okay i kept telling him i was drinking vodka sodas i had a i had a club soda with lime <laughs> the whole time you know mm-hmm. uh, a couple times buddy brought over a shot of vodka he's like do this with me and i was like yeah okay <laughs> over the shoulder <laughs> when, when he was doing his, you know, like, yeah, it was easy. Uh, and, and I, and I like, th- I like this Jeff. We've talked about this before. I like this Jeff a lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm a much better Jeff. So when you feel substantially better every day too, which is, which is nice. Substantially better. But, and yeah. Are you How thinking are you that means you're going to like shut down booze for the foreseeable future, even like wine for dinner? I think so. I think so. I think I'm going to pick those times where it's like, gosh, I really want to have a glass of wine and I Mm -hmm. might have a glass of wine, but by and large, I think I'm just going to just knock it out. I mean, I just, my, my work productivity is through the roof. Uh, I mean, everything about it is just, well, you know, how how are you, how are you, how are you going? Good. Good. You know, whatever. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) I mean, I guess I just, you know, surprisingly enough, don't think about it all that often. I mean, yeah, there are, I mean, I have my days last Thursday was one of those days where I like got done with calls and stuff. And I'm like, man, just a freaking like, you know, vodka soda or a scotch or something just to end the day would have been wonderful. Right. Was that just, what it was? Just all the calls and just, just stressed the call, out yeah, and, and just, just like back to back meetings and just like a little bit of like high stress for a couple of days. I mean, nothing crazy, just a lot going on. Yeah. And, you know, just to like kind of slow you down and shut your mind off a little bit, but for sure. Then again, I mean, you just sit on the couch and fucking chill for a little bit. That usually does kind of the same thing. So, yeah, I think that's pretty true. Rub one I out. Think that's pretty takes. true. 
Yeah, just take one. Take one of the cleaners. <laughs> take one of the cleaners. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, outside of that, man, I just, you know, I mean, I still think that, again, this is a challenge and we've had this conversation in the past, but it's like you find yourself in this kind of like cyclical thing where you, if you start drinking like on a random weeknights, then it turns into, well, fuck, I'm going to have a drink tonight and a beer or yeah. a beer. And then it just turns in. But like, if you can find some way, I mean, this is what most people do, honestly, is <laughs> they just don't drink during the week. <laughs> right. But, right. um, yeah, I mean, the weekends when you're around a bunch of friends and stuff, that's always challenging too, just because, you know, they're usually drinking and having fun, but, but that yeah. says a lot about your friends. Yeah. Well, didn't you we just say that it. to me? Mm-hmm. Dick? Yeah. Well, no, I'm saying they're all drinking and I'm not saying that I want, to, but it's like, oh. you know, I don't care what anybody says, but you're around a bunch of friends who are like imbibing and having a good time. You're not having the same amount of fun they are generally. More than likely, yeah. you're kind of like, please stop drinking or I'm going to punch you in the throat here in about five minutes. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This was the first weekend I think that I've really been around people like that. And I didn't have like I actually found myself having a pretty good time the whole the whole the whole uh, weekend. At one point in time, I was walking on an elevator and and the wife of my buddy started singing the song and I just like broke out and started dancing stone sober i I mean uh, that's not that's not normal you know no that's Um, not but the fact that i woke up every morning and i would go meet them for breakfast or whatever we'd start talking and be like they'd start ranting and raving about something that happened the night before and i'm like oh yeah yeah no i i know that happened you know uh i was there they don't know that i know that that happened because they think that i was just as drunk as them and passing out on the floors but uh negative ghostwriter negative no no yeah so no, I, I actually am enjoying this. And, um, as you said too, it's just like the clear headedness that you have day to day. And again, it's, I, as we age, we talked about this too, but as you age, I think alcohol has so much more of an impact on even just a drink or two mm-hmm. the next day. You just don't wake up. I mean, there's even after like the first week I'd like, I'll, like I get up in the morning or I mean, hell most time I'm up for my alarm. And I'm shooting out of bed. Like, let's do this. Give me some yeah. coffee. Let's rock and roll. Yeah. So, but yeah. And surprisingly, it's, my sleep's it, been substantially better. Not surprising, but I, I figured I'd struggle to sleep for like initially, but mm-hmm. I'm just crushing it on my sleep score. <laughs> Seriously, dude, I had four days in a row where I got a hundred percent of my sleep score. I've never done that. I can't yeah. do that. Yeah. And I then one, that. and then last Sunday, I don't know what I did on Sunday that was so exhausting, but Sunday I was tired or whatever. Dude, I slept for nine hours and 28 minutes. Good for you. I know. I'm like a freaking high school kid again. This is great. <laughs> I slept for eight hours and one minute yesterday, and that was the longest I was looking at my sleep sleep tracking. And that's the longest I've slept in about two months. Yeah. And eight it's hours quality and sleep minute. too. Like that's eight Last quality night was hours very of quality. sleep. Yeah, like like I've I've been dragging today because I got too much sleep. It was like <laughs> it's like no that I don't do eight hours. I mean I'm right. normally hovering at about five and a half six. So yeah, um, that was that was too much. Yep. Well, good. I'm glad that uh, 
you're uh, sticking to it and feeling good about it. And the fact that you might continue is, is intriguing as well. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm going to see, I'm going to see, yeah. I, I think I want to like, I haven't fully decided if, if, uh, if I'm going to, but I, I want to, I think I want to see how long I can stretch it. And then I think the bigger thing is kind of like, kind of like the smoking, like it's sitting there at, at dinner, you know, mm-hmm. th- that Italian dinner, I wanted that glass of red wine badly. Like it was badly. like, God, <laughs> it just, it, I just want to taste a Cabernet mm-hmm. on my lips. It just sounds so phenomenal. Right. You know, it's like, um, you're like to your wife, it's like, seriously, take a drink and blow it in my face. Just correct. so I can smell I, it. The, the, I, I grabbed her glass a couple times, <laughs> sniffed it. And it was just like, Oh, <laughs> that just, that's beautiful. Um, it, there's a part of me that like, I don't know if I'm going to have a drink until I've put myself into that situation a couple few times. And I don't have that reaction Right, where I just sit down for Italian dinner. It's like, okay, whatever. I don't need, I don't want it. I don't need it. it it's not, there's no craving. I want to see if I can get to that point. I think before mm-hmm. I can, before I have a drink, because I feel like if I can get to that point, then I will have quote unquote conquered the inner demon, the inner bitch, the inner right. Jeff bitch that just wants that glass of wine right there. And mm-hmm. I think that I, I think that if I can get to there, I will have conquered that. The question is, can I get to that point? Right. That <laughs> is the question. <laughs> and then once we will conquer, I be sitting here seven years from now going still want that glass of wine <laughs> still for the Italian dinner? Good. Yeah. Well, once we conquer this demon, then we can focus on our heroin addiction next. So, you know, it's baby yeah. steps. Yeah. Well, let's let's be a little bit quieter about that one. Oh, sorry. That one's not as widely accepted. Knew. Unless we're in Oregon. I mean, we could move to Oregon. <laughs> All right. What do we want to talk about this week? We got, I mean, we got some quick craziness happening. It seems like we, by fucking, it's dumb that we even have to say that because every fucking week seems a little bit just nuts, more nuts than the last, I guess. Well, but it's getting a little less crazy, I think. Is it though? I hope. I don't I mean, It seems think like so. it is. Maybe I'm just paying less attention to the news, but I, it doesn't seem nearly as, uh, yeah, it doesn't seem nearly as, as chaotic, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think this election stuff still happening to a degree to what extent you, I guess, I guess all that depends on what side of the argument you're on. Um, I feel like a lot of the country has decided that, okay, whatever it is, what it is, we're moving forward and this is the path. And -hmm. you have, of course, other folks that are refusing to accept it's so funny. You know, I just say that out loud and I realize that I'm actually skewing my own perception into the words I'm using. You have some people, most of the country who have accepted it. And then you have these other fucking losing at loser assholes that haven't <laughs> seemed to get it yet. Mike, uh, what side of the issue you are think, you on here? <laughs> let's start. Let's start there. Do you think they're loser assholes for not getting it or, or not accepting it? Uh, no, I don't. I mean, it's unfair to say loser assholes. No, but do I think, do you think they're wrong in not accepting it? That's a really good question because I don't, I don't know if I could say that I think they're wrong. That's that word. In my opinion, there's a spectrum of wrong. I think to have a healthy, uh, what's the term I'm looking for a term here to have like a democratic. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's an important (laughs) one, but to have like a healthy skepticism, I guess, if you will. Okay. 
that I think that's okay. I think the fact that, you know, like George is going to do a hand recount and anywhere, any of these states where we are within 1% margin or even, you know, I think that's the rule. You have to be within that 1% margin to even have a, like ask for a recount if you're yeah. on, you know, the, you know, I guess at this point losing side. Yep. I mean, hell, I would even say it's like even 2%. I would even be okay with that. It's like, if this is the process to make sure people are comfortable, then let's go through the process. It's part of the democratic process. And at that point, if you are still, it, it, let's say it comes back and everything remains as is, and you're still questioning it. Yes, you're an asshole at that point, And I think you're Correct. wrong. Correct. But in this interim, I think, yeah, I mean, Again, a healthy bit of skepticism, but I think there's people, and again, this, I find this so funny too, because if you compare what was happening after the 2016 election, 2016 election and now this one, you're seeing a little bit of some of the same bullshit, but you're also seeing the same pushback on that bullshit. For example, when Trump was elected, not my president, not my president, not my president, and you had Republicans saying, this is bullshit. He is your president because he was elected. But now mm-hmm. I was seeing on the news a few days ago, or I guess I guess it would have been early last week. This is a Sunday, by the way. So, you know, earlier in the week, you know, I see a lot of now people on the right saying, not my president, not my president. And a lot of Democrats saying, no, well, he is your president. It's like, it's so funny. Now it's just these roles have been shifted and you're seeing a lot of the same stuff. So, yeah, I've been doing at least to a degree, my part to not be playing that side again. It's like, okay, I knew where I was in 2016 and it sucked, but it is what it is. And, you know, granted, I had my opinions through the entire Trump presidency, but I'm trying again, I'm not gloating about a win. I'm not rubbing in people's faces. I'm not, I'm I'm trying not to do any of that because I just don't see the value in it. And again, this has already been divisive enough. Why do we need to continue the, like, you know, dividing us further? That's where yeah. I'm at with it. But anyway, do you, back to you. Do you think 16 and 20 are different? Like you sit here and talk about the, there's the pushback and not my president. Do you think that we are circumstantially in different situations? Um, to what degree are you asking? Like, well, so I would, so I would go as far to say that in 2016, despite Trump not having won the popular vote, he was clear enough ahead in the electoral votes, mm-hmm. right? Um that the states, a lot of the states recognized it. And I think that's where you start to have kind of an acceptance of this person won the presidential election. Whereas so right now, because of the because a lot of things still are up in the air, I don't think I've seen a sur- a single state come out and accept Joe Biden as president yet. The media has called it. What, what do you mean? The media has called it. There, there's, there's, there's a certain, there's a certain level of government that has to recognize that this has taken place and this is what to, this is, this is now established as, uh, what's the, I, I, I'm having a brain fart. I should be clearer than this. I'm not drinking. Um, <laughs> states, the, the states in the U.S. government have to recognize this person as the. U.S. president, the president-elect. Well, and when that you has, say the states have to recognize taken- When you say the states have to recognize it, I mean, I think, I think 
any state that's been called by the media. And I, this is, this is a good actual conversation. Cause I, I, I think, um, I don't know if we were even going to talk about this, but there's something of value here that where we're going sure. is this idea. And again, if you, you know, listen back to like, even what Giuliani was saying, like the media and the states don't decide the presidency. It comes down to, well, when is, is it the, is it the seventh, the 22nd? What day is it? I, I forget the 17th. I, I don't know what number. December 10th or 10th or 12th is when the, when electoral, the electoral college meets actual, so, uh, actual vote. Yeah. So again, everything you see today is, you know, as far as the announcement announcements and, you know, the president elect and all of that, like is made based on states reporting to news networks and their whatever electoral committee within each state is how yep. we know what we know today. Right. But it's not but, actually but official. That's also largely, it's also largely media driven and, and not even because in many cases, the, the votes have not even been tallied and the media is basing, basing their decision off of statistically semi-relevant data that's been coming in and they are forecasting that this is what's going to take place. Like in some circumstances, there's 87% of the vote in and they're going, okay, based on the remaining 13% of the votes out there, we can, with a relative amount of certainty, say that this percentage is going Biden, this percentage is going Trump, and therefore we know that we're going to have X outcome. Right. Or we I think, think we're going to have X outcome. So it's not even it's not even the states necessarily reporting. It's the media just flat out well, coming out and saying that well, no, they, 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 they can't do state. that. I don't think I think there's That's exactly like, what they've done. Well, no, That's because absolutely 100 percent what they've done. No, because, dude, all of these all of these state election committees or whatever are have are reporting into whatever like like each. Oh, uh, I'm going to forget the damn term. You're right. We, this was so clear to us when we were watching it day in and day out on the news, but like every, uh, like it's not, I don't think they do it necessarily by like County or maybe it is by County, but every County has like an electoral board or people that work that have to then report to the state election board. Yep. And that board then supplies information to these news networks. Correct. This is not. So that's where the news networks are getting their information from the states. Correct. They're not just making it up, but in like, a lot of cases they are. Well, I think let's like be careful when we say desk, the Fox news desk, when they called Arizona, when mm-hmm. Arizona, when 85% of the vote had been tallied in mm-hmm. Arizona, Fox news desk guessed based on stati- statistics that they were evaluating on the remaining 15% of the vote tally. During the, that was like, not the st- that was not the state reporting in that was that was the Fox News desk sitting there going okay there's 15 percent less left based on the previous 85 percent of the vote that came in we can estimate this remaining 15 percent will go seven percent Biden eight percent Trump or or whatever they break right. it down and then yeah. they call the state based on historical data and all of that sure the, right. I think that happens surrounding like election day and maybe like whether it's that night, you know, the, the day, the following day or two in this case, you know, like the next four days, five days, whatever it was. Sure. But, and again, I only think that's in some States where it's close. Like, I don't think anybody's sitting here thinking, well, you know what? California hasn't said anything yet. So it could be red. No one's thinking that, but, but you're right. So, but I think at this point, anytime, I think all votes have been tallied at this point. There's no one, any, they, unless there's a recount happening, I think, because I think every state has until November 20th to have all votes counted. Okay. 
And then that information, of course, goes, I think, I don't know what the process is actually. It would be interesting to know that. I do not know. But at some point, I guess then I, I would assume it goes up to like the electoral college meets and then from there, final decisions are made and then whatever they all go, the electoral college, you know, submits all of their votes or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, so as of right now, even though, you know, Georgia is being recounted. I'm not sure what's going on in Pennsylvania at this point, honestly. Again, I don't, I don't know what's happening in, in Arizona either. But the only only state that I know is, is doing a recount is Georgia. Do you, is there other states that are getting recounts done or not? Because I know at one time no. people were talking about Wisconsin, Michigan. Wisconsin, Michigan, they're, they're in litigation. Same thing with Pennsylvania. Like I know that there's a ton. There are 234 pages of affidavits. Mm-hmm. in in Michigan, in one county alone that, yeah. that, I mean, they've got testimony and, and whatnot ranging from, you know, deceased voters to, to ballots, not being connected to voter records, to the same signatures being on ballots. And that's in one County. So I, I right. have a feeling they'll probably hand count those again. Um, but that's, that's all kind of coming back to, I mean, the question of, I think there are fairly different circumstances here, right? And and I think to us to a large extent it's because of how many mail-in votes how many mail-in b- ballots there were, right? I think a lot of these things are coming from that, right or wrong, conspiracy theory or not. I think that had it been a regular election where the vast majority of people went to the polls and voted like mm-hmm. they have in every other election. I do not think that we would be in the same spot that we are today. I think we would have been in a spot where if Biden had won, it would have been just like 16, where you probably had some people saying not my president, but we wouldn't be going through this rigmarole of recounting this and recounting that. I, I think it would have been a, mu- it would have been handled much, much differently. That's speculation, but that's my speculation. Mm-hmm. That's my inexpert opinion. Yeah. Well, and you know, and the thing is, is, I mean, like, yeah, you know, I've been reading headlines here and there over the last, like, you know, however many days now. And I keep seeing, like, you have people on both sides saying, you know, any, any concern of voter fraud is, is moot at this point. Like I, in fact, I can't, I was, I should have wrote this down because I actually was going to send you the article, but I figured we would touch on this, but some major like election fraud, like think tank group, like monitors all of this has said that the 2020 election was the safest and it's like, I forget the headline, but it was like the safest and basically the the headline said that like voter, like the, uh, any evidence of voter fraud has been like incredibly minimal in the 2020 election. Like the chances of voter fraud happening in the 2020 election, because there was so much talk around it going up to it that Mm -hmm. all of the evidence from this year says it's one of like the, the years they believe has been like the least amount of, if any of it even kind of happening. And again, I should, I wish I could, cause it's somebody that said it, that was from the government and part of this agency. And I, now it pisses me off that I didn't say that article. We can believe him then. Yeah. Well, I'm sure. just saying, here's the thing, but, but, but <laughs> I, with I, that I, logic, I could say that about every election that's ever happened. I could go back and question everything. Oh, I, I, and I think you, I think you can. I think the big thing that is happening here, again, going back to mail-in ballots mm-hmm. is, is 
I don't think there's going to be enough to tip the scales in the other direction. But I think what it's going to do is is hopefully clear out a lot of historical nonsense and historical crap that shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, there, there are, there is clearly, whether you want to think of it as fraudulent or not, and mm-hmm. maybe that's what they're referring to. There are clearly a ton, a ton of dead people voting in this election that have been dead since the early two thousands, some since well, the late nineties. Well, let me interject there. You, you, you're saying that, but it's a baseless claim because we don't it's have evidence of claim. that. It's, Oh, there's absolute evidence that it's from been where, proven. because you're saying that if it's a government official, like, okay, I just found it by the way, it's, it was, re- it, this statement was released by the election infrastructure government coordinating council. <laughs> okay. Seems like an there, important. So far there have been about 60 people in counties in Georgia that are clearly absolutely verifiably dead and did vote in this election. There are about but hold on, where is this Clark- information coming from? Because if it's coming from a news source. I'm going to throw your statement back. Well, we could be able to believe them then. Right? Like here's, I guess here's the slippery slope that we're playing on is because I had this conversation yesterday. If we want to Regardless of the side that you're arguing, if we want to claim that everything we hear is question is is safe to question, sure, then let's play that game. But it's going we're never going to have any answers because everything you can say, I say, can be questioned and vice versa. The problem the, is, is where is the inform? What, in your opinion, who do you yep. need to hear the information from before you believe it? And if you say Donald Trump, I'm going to fall off my chair. The Georgia, the Georgia information came from the Georgia Election Commission. So like I, but, and I'm not saying that you're wrong because I don't know. I actually have not, but I have not seen anything about that. You would think right now with these people coming out and that, by the way, the headline was um, the most secure, this election was the most secure in American history. Yeah. So it's like, if that's the case, you would think that it would be the number one headline across every news channel, not only in the United States, but every on the planet, probably. It's, like, it's it's out there in a lot of news channels, but you're never going to see that in in Democratic run liberal news organizations. But dude, I don't get my puts, I don't I don't go it, to CNN to get my news. I get my news on Apple News, so I'm getting I get news from every like network. And right, so, but but you you do know you do know that every network out there, save for probably two or three, Fox News and the Federalist. I don't know if you follow either of them in Apple News. Yeah, are mm-hmm. liberal. Media outlets. Fox News is not a liberal media outlet. I said all of them, oh, but Fox okay. News and the and the Federalist and and, and own One oh, World well, News. If we want to call own, if we want to call own a news hey, outlet, if you work at One or Own, you should I don't know drink cyanide because how the fuck you can think that's news is so ridiculous. But hey, you know, but we're gonna sit pretty soon see a Trump News Network, which will be just as bad. So there we have it. But 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 there's there's. They're not going to report on that because it is completely going but against it, why but, anything. No, but 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 you but you would see those headlines on Fox News and OWN and The Federalist, which I'm not familiar with. They're all over Fox News. They're all over The Federalist. That that they have absolute undeniable proof. Absolutely. See, I want to. I need to see these articles because I just I I'm struggling to believe that because I feel like I I believe that 
if there was substantial voter fraud in this election, every news network so. would pick it up because it would be the number one running story on the uh, like right. for all you networks. Just threw in, you threw that word in, and that's the reason that I think that it is probably sliding under a lot of people's radar. And that's what I'm saying. I don't know that you can call it fraudulent or not. Right. Clearly dead people are voting. So that's, there's a little bit of fraud there. Uh, as I said, I, I think it's, I think it's people are voting. I, I, I think just it's a hundred. I think it's a hundred people in Clark County so far that have been counted in 60 in Georgia ish. Um, so somebody is turning in deceased people. Ballots which is fraud, whether it's one person, 10 people. I don't think that when you look at a country of 330 million people, you can call that substantial, however. Right. But I think that that is a, that is raising a question as to, as to whether or not there, there are concerns with, with, with the, the, the voting system and the mail-in voting system, right? Uh huh. You've got, You've got a lot of uh, a lot of votes that are being purported as being dropped for both Biden and Trump through this Dominion um, software program that a lot of election officials have cl- claimed have been used for mayoral election races and had similar problems dating back to 2016, 2010. Um People are coming in and validating this. I mean, there are there are military professionals who have said that they have hacked these systems for other people's other countries elections. Right. Using this Dominion software to to skew election results in other countries, which is a sidebar in and of itself. But when I when I read that on Fox News, I thought, holy cow. Do we want to just put that out into the world that the United States military industrial complex is copying to utilizing this software to skew other countries elections? Like if I'm sitting over in Russia reading that on Fox News, am I starting to wonder if that's one of our elections? Russia doesn't. (laughs) Dude, I saw the the best (laughs) meme. It was, and, I, and I'm going to botch this, but it was along these lines. It was like some guy on Twitter and it was like a screenshot. And he's like, I don't know what the big problem is. He's like, <laughs> he goes, why haven't you guys figured out who your president is? He goes in Russia. We know who our president is the day before. He's like, we're told who our president is the day before the election. <laughs> <laughs> So that's pretty funny, but, um, but so you're right. I mean, and you and I touched actually on this a couple days ago on the phone, but, um, you know, what bothers me about a lot of this stuff is, okay, let's say there is some very small percentage of potential fraud. I'm saying potential yet. Cause I, I, I would have to see again, this is the question I asked you. I can't even answer it. Who would I have to hear from? That would make me believe either no fraud has happened or fraud has happened. Like, who does it have to come from? Because who else do we get news from it? You know, right. like, or who else do we hear this information from outside of news networks, which arguably a lot of people have trouble trusting and rightfully so. My, mm-hmm. So my question is, who does that information need to come from? Is it like, okay, better question. This is a dumb question, but and dumb on my part because I don't know the answer. Who is 
the group, what group essentially in this country is like the end all be all when it comes to elections, how they're ran, you know, all of these things, because, or, or I guess that like can come out and make a statement that I mentioned to you just a little bit ago. Like, you know, I said that when one weird committee weird, because I've never heard of them. I don't know if it's weird, but yeah, you know, is that the group that we all have to listen to? Is that the government agency behind all of this that says, okay, whatever they say is the absolute truth. And that's the way we've got to take it. I don't fucking yeah. know, man. Do you? Yeah. No. Yeah. So it's like, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, go, go. So, so to me, what I find fascinating is like you, you have a lot of people that that are hearing these things. And if it's unsubstantiated, meaning that this governing body hasn't come out and said, yes, this is a thing. And we are looking into it. Then is it true? And again, I'm not questioning you. I'm questioning the fact is at some point, the truth has to be found good, bad, or other, because if right. we don't figure it out and we're not being honest, then it's going to happen again and again and again. And it will get to a point. And this is the thing that scares me the most is not only this election, I think we've had other elections that have been close and that I, I would argue, you know, both sides of the fence or the party, both parties, I guess, would probably feel maybe duped or that something fishy was happening and or, or, or what have you. But this election scared me a little bit because if we're going to go into this election with all of these unsubstantiated claims around voter fraud, which, you know, I tend to believe because I haven't heard any person come out and say, oh, it's 100% true. Yes, I know that there has been evidence of voter fraud in the past, but it's it's like a super small percentage. Mm -hmm. It's like a, not even a whole percent. It's a fraction of a percent. But now if we're going to going into every election where everyone questions everything they hear and everyone doubts what's happening, that's the beginning of the fall of democracy. That Correct. means every every election cycle from here on out will get a little bit worse and a little bit worse till we end up in you know, like countries like Venezuela and whatever, where these elections are so fucked and rigged that nobody believes them. You know, those elections, it's like one of those um, like show elections that some countries have where mm -hmm. it's like, oh, yeah, we're a democracy because we let people vote. And it's like, no, you know, you had people you were paying off freaking electoral official election election officials and all that. It's like all of a sudden. If we, this company turns into that, not only, are, and I, we touched on this too, I think in even a past podcast, but not only are we like kind of like the shining beacon for what democracy is and how it should look, but if that happens here, that's not good. I mean, that's again, a slippery slope, something that will continually get worse to the point where are we just going to be having show elections because no one believes anything that's coming out of them. And everyone thinks they're fucking a lie or something's happened. It's it's a scary thing for me. So that's why I'm constantly saying we've got to be careful when we start making these claims that something is going on until we know for fucking certain. And I, you have arguments I have no doubt and I have my own. So it's like, well, who the hell should we be listening to? Where is the actual end all be all information and answers coming from? I don't know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay, I want to get to that, but real quick, let's uh, let's jump headlong into our 
our new segment we have here today, uh, the current event quiz. We're going to go through 10 questions each podcast, maybe not each podcast, but periodically. This week, Mike's going to be asking me those 10 questions, multiple choice. I will be answering them. I will see how many I get right. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep my, my score tallied. And then the next go round, we'll ask Mike 10 questions and we're going to have an ongoing battle of, of current event <laughs> battle, news of trivia. battle of the wits. <laughs> um, that's clearly easier to, uh, fact check test and correct than the typical shit that we talk about. Exactly. So, current events quiz. <laughs> All right. Ready? Question one. Joe Biden was declared the winner of the presidential election after the state of blank and its 20 electoral votes put him over the top. Arizona, Nevada, Pennsylvania, or North Carolina? Pennsylvania. Okay. So by the way, folks, this is the first time we're doing this. He has to answer the questions and we'll, then we'll go back and I will make fun of him for all the ones he got wrong. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Question two, Biden plans to take several executive actions as soon as he is president, including rejoining the international climate pact called the blank agreement. Green new deal, Paris, Tokyo, or Kyoto. Oh, <laughs> Don't be a dildo. <laughs> the East Lansing Center for Alzheimer's um, dementia. Where? Nice. What's? No, I'm going to go with Paris. Okay. All right. Bl uh, question three. Blank. The husband of Vice President Elect Kamala Harris is set to become the first first second gentleman. John P. Harris, William Brown, Doug Emhoff. Or John Zaccaro? God, I don't know his name. Uh, I've, I don't think I've ever heard him talked about. Uh, I'm surprised you don't know this. I figured you would. I don't. I tried. Whenever her name comes up, I put my fingers in my ears and run the other direction. Right. Like any good Republican do, would do. I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> or any sane person that doesn't like bad people. I'm going to say Doug. Doug. Doug, Doug, whatever his M. last Hoff. name was. M. Hoff. All right. Question four. The state of blank is Is that Mehoff? Doug Mehoff? Is it, are you sure it's not Jack? <laughs> it's Jack Mehoff. Jack Mehoff. Yeah. Uh, question four. The state of blank is facing two January runoff elections for its Senate seats, the outcome of Ooh, which could decide one. political control of the Senate. Okay, go. Buzz, 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 buzz. <laughs> Georgia. Okay. Question five, Alex Trebek, legendary host of the game show Blank, died at 80 after a battle with pancreatic cancer. True. <laughs> it's not a true or false. What's the show? Oh, the, the game show? Yeah. I'm not going to read you. Okay, because I know you know the answer. All right, six, after divorcing a mutated, oh, sorry, after discovering a mutated uh, coron coronavirus on Blank Farms, Denmark made plans to kill 17 million of these animals. Do you know this? No. Oh, okay. Otter, beaver, stoat, or mink? I don't know what a stoat is, by the way. I was just going to ask, <laughs> what is a stoat? I don't, um, it, otter, mink, stoat. Or beaver. Beaver. 17 million. And it's a farm? It's a farm. 
got to be. I mean, why are you farming otters? <laughs> 17 million of them. What is a stoat? Can I look up what a stoat is? Here, no, I, that might give me the answer. Nope. Hold on. I will um, tell you. Okay. A stoat is I, I have to a the small fire. carnivorous mammal of the weasel family, which has chestnut fur with white underparts and a black tip tail. It is native to I'm both. I'm going to say it's. Okay. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, it doesn't matter. I don't want to tell you where it's native to, or it might give it away. Not. <laughs> I'm going to say it's either stoat or mink because I don't think that you got 17 million otters and beavers in a farm. So I'm going to say mink. Final answer. Okay. It was stoat, wasn't it? God damn it. <laughs> Number seven. Mark Meadows, the White House blank, tested positive for COVID 19. Press secretary, chief of staff, infectious disease expert, or head of product protocol. I know it's not, I know it's not press secretary. It's either chief of staff or head of protocol. Chief of staff. Okay. Tropical storm blank was heading to Florida and could be the state's first hurricane this season. Phi gamma Eta, or row. Gamma. Okay. All right. Number nine. The price of the cryptocurrency blank soared above 15,000 last week. Ooh. Ethereum, <clears throat> Tron, XRP, or Bitcoin? There can't be any other. Ethereum, right? That's how it's pronounced. Ethereum? Yes. Ethereum, yeah. No. It's got to be Bitcoin because I don't think Ethereum is that high. And Bitcoin, it, it, none of the other ones are. Yeah, it's got to be Bitcoin. Okay. Voters in Mississippi approved a new flag, state flag that features a blank flower in place of the Confederate flag emblem. Magnolia, lotus. That's what I was going to say. Dahlia or cactus. I'm going to say magnolia. Okay. All right. Let's see Popular how you did here, Jeff. The south. God, God, come on, come on. Ninety percent. Not bad at oh, all, my yes. friend. I miss stoat, right? What? What did I miss? Stoat or mink? You no, no you were right. It's one. mink. It's mink. It is mink. Yep. They're Press gonna kill. So, so Denmark apparently I didn't know this, but the largest mink farmers, so like you know mink coats and stuff. Yeah. They were going to decimate that entire industry because they wanted to kill all of them. Seventeen million mink. Why don't you just? I mean, why don't you just skin them and take the coats in a very? And then <laughs> oh, like that's so much better. <laughs> Yes, that ends up killing them, but they were going to just eradicate that, like the 17 million and these farms, because apparently there was this mutation of coronavirus in that species. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't actually know where they ended up shaking out. I, I know that there was a ton of pushback. But anyway, so the only one, honestly, that you got wrong was the name of the hurricane or the tropical storm, rather, headed towards Florida. And it was Etta. Etta. Mm-hmm. With an that's an E E T A yep. E T A yep. The esti estimated time of arrival of Etta <laughs> is the E T A of Etta. <laughs> Etta's E T A. No, I know. Do you guys have a okay. no Etta's E T A? No, no, I know how to spell. Yeah. I don't mean oh, that. No. Wait, <laughs> I mean the E T A. Yeah, Hurricane Etta. It's going to hit landfall <laughs> at four forty-five. I know, but that's what's what the E T A? You don't have to spell it. That's it's what Etta. I was asking. That's what I was asking. <laughs> 
So well done. Nine out of ten. All right. Remember that, everybody. Nine out of ten. Mike's going to have his hands full next time. Yep. There was actually um, a couple of these that I was not 100% sure about. So I would have. I, I wasn't sure on Kamala's hubby and uh, or the, the first gentleman, uh-huh. second gentleman. Um, and then the, the chief of staff. I thought he was, but I th- he might maybe was head of protocol or whatever it was called. Yeah. So because they, they threw a tricker trickery into that the question because they the the two of the names Doug Emhoffer is our actual husband but then William Brown or Willie Brown was the uh-huh. guy the guy that the she was governor? sleeping with while she no, was, was Jim Willie I think Willie it's like Willie T yeah. Brown which is a baller California. name by the way um yo I'm Willie T Brown it's like yeah you are fuck yeah you are <laughs> why did you say in that voice fuck you Jeff I knew you were going to do that you cunt <laughs> You, Mike, why'd you say that? Well, you fucking racist bigot. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so yeah, well done. Cool. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you though. Getting back into the the election stuff. Like I feel like ooh, that is, yeah, I, I think we have to do it. We've got to figure out the answer, whether that is actually fraudulent or not. I'm sitting here looking. Tucker Carlson has come out and apologized for one name that he read because apparently uh, this person who he had said was deceased um, was indeed not deceased. Uh, but 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 or, or maybe maybe it wasn't. What did he say? Um, Blaylock Blaylock. Um. James Blaylock was he, he had said was was deceased and apparently James Blaylock was not. No, he died in 2006. Hmm. Secretary of State's voting database does not show the Mrs. Prefix prefix. Okay. Though Agnes Blaylock's profile shows she is female and signed the ballot as Mrs. James E. Blaylock Jr., according to statement from Newton County officials. So, um, Carlson had an on-air apology where he reached or where, where, where he apologized for, um, we've got some good news tonight and an apology. One of the people who voted in last week's election isn't dead. Carlson told viewers a whole bunch of dead people did vote, but James Blaylock was not among them. So apologies for that. And of course, we're always going to correct when we are wrong. And we were in this case. So James Block Blaylock's widow, Agnes Blaylock, voted under the name Mrs. James Blaylock, uh, and it did not display Mrs. So um, he came out and, and said that you asked the question, which I thought was a really interesting one. Um, who has to say what for it to be right, in my opinion? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I, I don't know if I know the answer to that. I've told people in the past that I want to see more than a couple few sources saying that it's right. Mm-hmm. And I want those sources to be reputable. And I want those sources to be going against somewhat of the status quo. The reason I, I tend to side on the, the group that are calling fake news is because in many, many cases I see five different media outlets claiming the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And then when it doesn't fit, like, like I'll give you a really concrete example. Um, you know, we, 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 we watched for four years, the news sit here and talk about how Donald Trump was this liar and Donald Trump told 50,000 lies, more lies than any other president, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. 
And then you've got fact Nancy Pelosi in like late Jan, July, early August, who comes out and calls, um, boy, do I feel like a dick? Um, Floyd. Wow. I forgot his name for a second. See, that's how easy it is. Yeah. Um, calls, calls Floyd. She called him. uh, I don't even remember what it was. James Floyd, Jim Floyd, John Floyd, something like that. Uh, she, she said, she said, uh, we have John Floyd's father here and we've talked to him about yada, 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 yada. That is something where the news didn't even come in to claim. I, I, I searched for three days for one of the mainstream media outlets other than Fox News calling her out for saying the wrong name. Mm-hmm. And this wasn't like me, you know, five months after the fact, forgetting his name. This was like less than 30 days after this had happened. Mm -hmm. And this is someone in a very powerful governmental position up in front of the nation, giving a speech and she botched the name. Major media would have called that a lie in Trump or, 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 or dragged him through the mud or, or, or any of that, but they didn't even report that Nancy did this. Another one, Biden came out and said that he was going to cure cancer, that his administration was going to cure cancer. Mainstream media would have called that a lie for Trump. They would have said that that was one of the 50,000 lies because you're never going to clear cure, cure cancer. It's just, it's just not going to happen. Cancer replicates and, 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 uh, you know, morphs too fast. So so there's just no, there's no way you're going to cure it. You might cure one form of cancer Mm -hmm. potentially, so it's stuff like that where, where I will, it's going to take, it's going to take three or four people kind of three or four sources going against the status quo reporting on something in a manner that they don't typically and generally report on for me to believe it in most cases. Now, that being said, Tucker Carlson is a person, regardless of where you lie or a bag I of hope, shit wrapped in skin, either way, I, he reports accurately it might it might lean right he might be he might be he might be conservative um although i think he tends to find himself more libertarian more centrist than he does than he does conservative um but he reports and and, and in that news article he came out and said it when he gets it wrong he comes back and he says he got it wrong he does that all the time he reports very factually he makes sure that his team has all of their ducks in a row b- before he brings a story to the news, whether you like him or not. That, I that all, is just, all, I, th- I mean, all news anchors do that to a degree. Cause I've heard, pl- I mean, plenty of like, I've heard Anderson Cooper walk back statements fricking. What's the other dude? I think Anderson Cooper. I think Anderson Cooper does a good job. Yeah, with it, yeah. uh, what's the other guy's name? Um, oh, what's his name? Well, some people don't, uh, some people aren't big fans. What's his Mm, got nothing. It'll come Cuomo. to me. No. Good. 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 <laughs> D- uh, Don Lemon. He's Ooh, come out. I thought that's where you're going to yeah. go. And he come no. out. I've watched him like walk back statements numerous times. Pre- by the way, 2017. Yes. He had walked back. Some by statements. the way, Trump made the same sim- similar claim about curing cancer. Like 
not too far totally. along after and they Biden. Called him a, and they called him a liar for it. Yeah. They never did that with Biden. So, so again, that's, those that's are, my point. But the thing, back to your point, and I'm, not, I'm only going to call but you out on this. But there's no but. That's my point, is they will call Trump a liar for saying that, but they will not call Biden a liar because they're on Biden's side, and that's fine. Well, no that's one fine. called no one called uh, Trump a liar for that. They both, Absolutely, they, no. that got counted in. Yes, it no. did. It got counted. You go look at the 50,000 lies, that is one of them. I have looked this up. That's why I gave it as a concrete example. But he does because he's not, neither one of them, it's, they're, they're making a, promise it's not an actual claim just like this is why i said like it is a claim that's exactly what it is a promise is a claim a claim is a promise well not really i mean i can i mean no a promise is something that doesn't actually that they have to be real like a claim like when you're making an actual claim on something it means more than likely it has to be true like i can promise okay so but anyway like back to your name about like nancy Pelosi. you saying you saying i promise that i am going to stand up right now i i promise that i'm going to stand up right now and fly to the moon with my arms okay that is a lie fact check that that's not true that is a lie (laughs) that is effectively the same thing as saying you're going to promise to cure cancer because you can't cure cancer it's just it's, well, it's, he didn't it's promise impossible. it, though. He just made the claim we're going to cure cancer. Well, you just said that there was a well, promise, we don't know. I mean, claim. in the next four years, what happens if we do? You know, it, it it's a possibility. It got tabulated as a lie for Trump. And the same thing was said for Biden from Biden's lips, not tabulated as a lie. OK, for but, Biden. that's but, my point. But give me this. I don't care if it's a promise, a claim, a meet me, a, meet me uh, in the middle fucking, somewhere then or some version. I'll of the meet you in the middle all day. Oh. All day. <laughs> I don't care. It's a manifesto. Okay, so it's a joke. It's a lie. You do know that Trump. I mean, will you at least agree that Trump is like? I'm trying to word this in a way that is fair. Is known to a degree for making some off the wall fucking statements that all of like, for example, like coronavirus isn't a problem. Coronavirus is just as bad as the flu. I mean, he's saying this about like, I understand your point about Pelosi getting a name wrong, but getting a name wrong is not a lie. That's just, she's old and forgot the name. When you, when Trump comes out and says, we'll have coronavirus, you know, will be, won't even be a thing in in a couple of months, or we're only going to have a few cases. That's That's just flat out fucking lies. That's exactly like the cancer thing. But they both said it. So let's stop arguing that one because they both sound like fools. I will agree with you that he says some outlandish off the wall things. But your example right there is the exact same thing as coming out and saying we are going to cure cancer. You are making a promise that you are hopeful that Coronas will not be here in a few weeks. Right. A few months. But yet he has people, intelligent people telling him this is a serious fucking problem. We need to do something about it. And Joe Biden has very intelligent people telling him that, hey, we're never going to cure cancer because we can't cure cancer. No, that's not true. I actually do think one day we will cure it. You can donate as much money as you want. That's why it's cancer. It it, it replicates way too fast. It changes way too fast. Not probably not in our lifetime, but I guarantee you we find a cure for it someday. Once we have nanotechnology, we got that bitch. Maybe. I mean, cancer is all over, dude. It's mother's nature's way of of keeping keeping things in check. We will cure this cancer, but then a new cancer will be there. Right. And it will be called cancer. We will never cure cancer. Well, you know, we will cancer cure is not one thing. It's, it's a, cancer, it's a, it's but we will a, never cure cancer. No, I, no, you're right. Impossible. I'm saying that, like, I believe someday that we will have a way to rid cancer from human beings. 
to a degree. Possibly, but there will be a new cancer. It's no different than the flu. We've got flu shots to block this flu. But if we don't have uh, Australia on, on a different cycle, we don't get flu shots up here for the, the this next year's flu. Right. Because the new flu is a different strain right. and different strand of flu. We'll yeah. have a new cancer. We'll be able to cure this cancer, but we'll have a new cancer. That's that's what's going to continue to happen. Well, no, I mean, can, again, cancer is cancer. It's just yeah. freaking it's cellular cellular regeneration that's gone fucking haywire, essentially. Right. 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 So, yeah. So anyway, let me ask a question then. And then we, I know you got a question. So. Okay. I think it's important to get your opinion on how do you feel the Trump administration is handling this information or not even information, but just handling in general, this, you know, like interim transfer of power. The fact that as of right now, it's, you know, claimed that, you know, Biden's is the president elect or whatever, and will be the next yep. president of the United States. Yep. Do you feel that, that this entire like interim process, even though like, yes, recounts are happening. And I think you made a statement earlier about you don't think it's really going to change much, but do you feel like it's being handled accordingly or properly rather? Or, or better yet, and more specifically, what do you think is being handled correctly and what would you change? That's what I was going to ask. So is the question the entire thing or the transfer of power or, or specifics? I mean, okay. wh what do you I mean, I, it's more or less just give me your just overview and, and, and opinions on what you think is happening right now. And like, you know, what bothers you, what what you think is is reasonable, et cetera. Yeah. Um, I think that by and large, it's being handled appropriately and from what I can tell civilly. And respectfully, I think that they're taking it to court. I think there have been a couple places where lawsuits have been either uh, already worked through and basically said, we're not going to take this any further and, and shut down or um, they have been carried through and said, OK, we're going to see see things through like the Georgia hand recount. Mm -hmm. um, there's a ton of affidavits. There's a ton of litigation happening. All of it seems very, very, very reasonable on the level. There hasn't been a single solitary riot or or anything like that in in any in any in any city across America. They've all there's been a lot of rallies and marches and things like that. Nothing yeah, think violent. DC, where there was some people hurt on Friday. Was that Friday or Saturday? That. It was just this last weekend. There was like a, a okay, like a, a Trump. I forget what they, they, there was a name for the event. It was like the Trump, the million, the million MAGA yes. March. There you go. That's what it was called. Yeah. Thank you. I, okay. I did see a little bit of that. I saw some leftists who had apparently came in and antagonized a bunch of people within the crowd. I knew you were going to say some that. of those people. Well, uh, th that's just what I read. I don't know. I don't know. If yeah. it's, I don't know if it's right or yeah, wrong. I just, I and, just, and some of those people retaliated and yeah, and it's, it's people on both sides. I mean, there were, there were assholes on both sides of that because people on both sides got hurt. So, but yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. So, so I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying yeah, right or wrong. I'm just saying what I read was leftists antagonized and started something. And therefore that was, that was the, the right retaliated. Um, whether that's how it happened or not. Uh, right. As far as the transfer of power goes and, and whatnot, I, I don't know if I can, 
I don't know if I can answer that with confidence because I can't recall. I can recall the scenario and stipulations and why there was a delay and the recount happened in 2000 and we didn't really have a quote unquote president elect until the electoral college went in and the Supreme court actually voted four different times that Florida was in favor of George Bush. I don't remember whether or not there was a transfer of power or anything like that at that point in time, or if we were in a situation like we are now where things just kind of hung in the balance and we waited until it took place. Um, so, so I don't know that I can answer that confidently. Um, I will say that I would not, I've read accounts from both sides that don't seem to be too concerned or worried about that transfer of power because there is that month between December 10th and January 17th. Um, so, 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 so it's going to happen. It's going to transfer over seamlessly if Biden, well, when Biden ends up, uh, fully, you know, quote unquote winning, um, so I've read both sides that have said that they're not, they're not concerned about it. That's where my head goes. I don't know why I would start a transfer of power just in the event. There's so much knowledge that, you know, that Donald Trump and every other president knows that other people in the cabinet do not know, right? Because they are president and that transfer of power, that shift, uh, setting everything up, getting everything transitioned over all of that. If by some wild chance this thing does swing back, you've now done all of that for naught. Right. But fair. But the thing is, is every other president. I mean, you could argue in history. I don't know if that's 100 percent accurate, but the vast majority of every president has this time to begin the transfer. Because, like, for example, I read, you know, the State Department is still refusing or blocking some of the transition stuff that needs to happen because of all yeah. of this, like yeah. they're not letting Biden be, you know, receive the daily intelligence briefings and stuff, which you're seeing a lot of now or even Republicans coming out and saying it's yeah, we need to make sure that's happening because again, there's this respect that has to happen. Okay. Let's say, you know, it goes, let's say it swings back fine, but this, this transition has to happen regardless. And if it does, then we just, okay, the transition stops, but mm -hmm. It just, I think that's where my frustration is. It's like, it seems like a fucking bitchy high school move to like block any of the transition, like net, like the necessary transition things that must happen. Get the hell out of the way. Just if it goes backwards, then we just stop the transition and who gives a shit. Okay. No, now that you said that, I, I, I'm starting to remember. Um, no. Okay. So. The same thing happened in, in 2000, the same thing happened in 2000, um, between, between Romney and Bush. No, Gore, 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 um, I mean, Gore and Bush, sorry, where there was a delay in the transfer of power, because there were a lot of people on both sides that were claiming that that was largely, uh, that nine 11 wouldn't have happened. Had there yeah, been a seamless actually, transfer that article, that, that so so yeah the same the same thing that was happening and so the, the, they're saying now that there is some threat to national security because there's not and I've read a ton of CIA operatives a ton of FBI people coming in talking about how no that's that's not what it is that that had nothing to do with it it wasn't it wasn't long enough there wasn't enough 
you know, emphasis and whatnot put on it. So that, that means, yeah, that's all, that's all just media coming out to make it, make it worse than it actually is. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, walk it back. What's the worst that could happen? You walk it back. What's the, I mean, I, I don't know. At the same time, I could sit here and say, you've been in that seat before Joe or close to like, you know, what's going on for the most part. You've been in government for 50 fricking years. Do you really need it right now? I, I, just let the process play out. Just let it happen. It's all in courts. It's all going to pan out. We're going to get the answers we deserve. What does it matter? Like, well, I mean, what, what, clearly it matters because every other president has had it. So, I mean, except for 2000. So, well, sure. But again, another fucking weird election year, but I'm just saying like, well, if, this is a weird election year. Well, so if it wasn't important, then they would just say like, fuck it. You don't need that time. You get a month for every president. I mean, clearly there's something about it. That's necessitate. Like it's, it's a necessity because generally that's what presidents like the incoming president or the president elect gets. And I mean, I realize that there's a lot of stuff well, that's right, happening but regardless. I'm guessing, there's, I'm guessing there's a two month window there for situations just like this. Mm-hmm. That's my guess is, is there is this, there is this huge window of time. If it was really, 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 really important. Mm-hmm. I think you would have everybody scurrying around right now talking about, Oh my God, how we have to do this. If we don't do this, the world's going to end. Everything's going to, and that doesn't seem to be the case. You've got some people saying this is very important. You've got some people saying this is not important. Right. Right. I think if it were really, 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 really important, nobody wants the United States to fail. People don't want Donald Trump in there. People don't want Joe Biden in there, but nobody ultimately wants the the United States to just fall and everybody loses a job and nobody has anything anymore, sure. except for maybe the media. <laughs> but the thing is, though, then in that in that's case, then then just go through the process as as like normal. And if you really if that's what you believe, I think then that's the way it should go. Everyone moves forward with assuming this transition is going to happen until potentially different information comes in and then we just stop that transition. But I just feel like it, it, it feels childish damaged. Huh? No, I think you're, I think you're looking at it feel as feeling childish because, because of <sighs> who is holding it back. Well, he, but he's doing it because this is, this is the reason, this is the reason people don't like Trump because this is what no, he, the people reason people don't like Trump is because the media for four years has painted well, Trump no, he's as a piece this of very shit. bad, very I mean, orange Regardless man. of the fucking media, he's a piece of Nobody's shit. Nobody's ever thought that before 2016. So well, go, I mean, I can sh- share you numerous articles that happened well before he was president about his business dealings and uh, people that were fucked by him. And I guarantee you, they didn't like him. So, well, few people didn't um, like him. I think which, we, which happens. Go, we, I mean, Look at people who know him that have dealt with him in the past. You're talking about big business that are like the look guy's a clown. Look at the majority of people in his – look at the majority of his lifespan. The 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 vast majority of people in pictures with him, all that are dude, hugging pictures. him. They're smiling. They're – Yeah, dude. Fucking – you can't say that because someone's in a picture with somebody that that means they like him. You think you have that many pictures taken candidly from paparazzi and all that, and they're all fantastic people? You think they're all smiling? Well, look at the picture. I mean, are I just you feel like that's me, a dude? very, Come very, on. very loose argument. No, I have pictures pop- of people that I don't the like. The guy has been one of the most popular people on the face of the earth since the 1970s. And you would think, based on that, there would be a number of look at 
there there's bad pictures of Justin Timberlake and Justin Timberlake is basically a saint. There's bad pictures of well, George of Clooney. Everyone, George I know, Clooney I'm not is basically that, a saint. I'm not saying there would be you, scads upon scads upon pictures of if he was this piece of shit that everybody thinks he is. But that's he, what's crazy. The thing is, is there, the, there would be this there is what we talked about be. in our last podcast. The guy is a con man. I know no. you don't believe me, and I know you don't agree with me, and that's fine. You don't have to. The problem is, is he is a piss poor businessman who has fucked more people than benefited in. In, in most cases. Incorrect. Yeah, no, that's not true. Dude, no. No. Everyone Conjecture, thinks he's like this major fucking, like, this is what drives me nuts about. Object. Move to, <laughs> move to strike. Move to strike. Everyone thinks he's some fucking, like, this, like, real estate magnate and all this shit. No. Most of the buildings his names are, he didn't even fucking own. He just paid to fucking put his stupid fucking name on there. Secondly. That look doesn't at, mean he's not a real estate magnate. Well, I mean, sure, I guess. Fair. Makes But then- Go look at like, like half the shit he did. And I always forget the fucking, what is, where's the boardwalk in Jersey where the casinos are? What's that place called? The boardwalk. <laughs> Take me to the, the Jersey board. shore. Yeah, no, no, not Jersey shore, <laughs> but it's in Jersey. It's a, it's a, I think a town or a city. Something. I, I don't know. Come on, dude. We know this. Come on. I, I don't. I no, just, you, if you say it, if you, if you figure it out, you'll be like, oh yeah, I knew what that is. It's, it's. Atlantic City, Atlantic City. Oh, okay. So he had like a couple casinos there. Point Pleasant, but is that what it's actually called? So Atlantic City is what then? No, you're. There's an Atlantic City boardwalk. There's a Point Pleasant boardwalk. So anyway, but like, like there, I have read stories about like how he goes in and gets those businesses, and he's just fucking in debt to the fucking gills. Constantly making deals that he knows he has no intentions of paying these people. It's just, it's bad business. And sure, I'm not saying every one of them was that way, but if you have, he, he has this reputation where people are like, I don't want to go into business with him because I don't trust the guy. And he just has, I mean, how many times he's filed bankruptcy or been sued or then sues people just to scare them. And then just that's every or, business, that's every business out there. I know that, but you're saying that about this guy who everybody claims is a great guy. He's that's what businesses do. Corporations. I don't think I don't, I'm, I'm not going to claim he's a great guy. I'm not saying that okay. I'm claiming he is not a, as big of piece of shit as everybody makes him out to be. I'm saying that, that the guy is a good guy. I'm not saying he's God's gift to earth and he's this perfect human being. And he's this wonderful, I'm saying, I think he's a good guy because Everything that you just said is something that almost every single solitary business corporation goes through because people are chomping at the bit to take advantage of those businesses and corporations and make off with money that isn't theirs in an easy manner. That's why you got McDonald's getting sued over a cup of, cup, 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 cup of coffee. Is, is McDonald's a terrible corporation? No, you've got some idiot that burned themselves and they're going to take advantage of, of, of McDonald's now. Right. That happens across the every single solitary industry by a variety of people. My my point is you cannot make it through 50 years of your life in the limelight with hundreds of paparazzi clamoring at the bit to get that nasty picture of you and have none of them surface. If you're, if, if he is as bad as, as people say he is, do you know how many of those photographs there would be? They would be all over the internet photographs of him sleeping with this person orgy over here well, i don't think he's a sexual deviant 
I mean, I can't yeah, imagine anyone who would want to fuck the guy. Out, honestly, I'm just but, throwing out examples. I'm just throwing out oh, examples. Okay. There would be very clear pictures, documents, records, audio clips, everything. Well, there of are plenty this of those about his business dealings. Plenty of those. But there are there are alleged. Well, these are people that are have been in business with him that are. There are alleged documents. We've never seen any real documents I'll send you a couple. outside of like some of the, the lawsuits and things that have happened and right. his bankruptcies, which are public record and whatnot. But if he was a bad person, if he was a, a, a con man, all of these things you're claiming, there would be a slew. Well, there's plenty of stuff of about him. Public in his past. information that you could pull up that is unequivocally pointing to him being a complete For example, one recording that was done on a bus. You remember that one? Was that the grabber by the pussy one? Yes. <laughs> okay. I just can't. Was, I mean, we, I, I, again, w w w I think we're digressing because it's like, again, this is just you are we, adamantly yeah, are. opposed to my true beliefs about his character because. I'm adamantly he, opposed to everybody's true belief about his character because nobody's ever been able to prove anything to me. But, but, just, dude, he's, but I just have to go through his Twitter and, and I realize that he's a piece of shit. And that. Nope. Yeah, no, but I do. That does not like, hold up. Because like if you were that dude. You and I wouldn't so be friends. So he's a bad person because it's Twitter. Well, yeah. Uh-huh. I do. I believe that. Because, yes, what you say on Twitter, you know, you have to actively think, like, I'm pushing this out to millions of people. And yeah. the fact that he still does it, he's just, he is, like, a by-the-book narcissist. Okay. And, like, I, I just don't feel like in politics, that's what we need. He doesn't care. Here's my opinion on this transition of power. He doesn't give a fuck what happens to anybody else. The country, people with him, against him, he could give two fucks. Donald cares. That might be true. Donald care or Donald Trump cares about one thing and one thing only himself. That might be true. And, but what it is, what it is doing with him caring about only himself, what it is doing is exposing a lot of crap that's happening. Agre it's, I don't disagree with that. It's exposing the media being it's exposing our society, our culture is disgusting. Whole. It's exposing the culture. It's exposed this whole recent voter fraud thing. It's exposing all of the issues in our voter system. So maybe in 2024, we're going to actually have a legitimate voting system. I, I think I think there's some problems when you haven't when you have an updated mail in voter ballots, voter voter rolls. Since 1996, that's a huge problem. Right. No, and I, that's, I agree. That's you problem. and I have had that conversation. So, I, and I don't so think we narcissistic out for him or not. It is. He is exposing a ton of things. And some people will claim that he is doing that. Oh, he's exposing. He is fighting the man. I don't care whether or not he is actively consciously doing that or if he's doing it because he's a narcissist and looking out. Oh, he's for doing only it because himself. it's self-serving. Yes. Well, back to your question earlier. Who? How do we know that? How do we know well, that? Because again, if, say, if, if, do you think, do you that. think all these, do that. you think Trump would be filing all these lawsuits if he had won? We no, because he would have won. Exactly. So it's self-serving. Like all of a sudden, like you have all of this money going out, you know, he's basically been silent since the election or since it was fucking called that Biden took it. And then he's going and swing all these people and constantly claiming election fraud. So right. my question is. Trump wins. Does that mean the election fraud disappeared? Or no, I mean, cause right there's my, like, like that's prime proof that all that, that where I'm going is okay. If that's he fair. actually that's cared, fair. 
then he would still be saying, wait, we need to fucking go and look at this photo fraud. I know I won, but let's still go look at it. Well, I know he wouldn't do that because that's not serving that's him. Fair. Yeah, and th- that's, that's kind of where I'm starting to get frustrated because it's like, dude, you have the opportunity here to do the right thing. Even if you don't believe it, just let Biden do what he needs to do in this process. And if we find out everything you've been saying is correct, you still at least look good because you allowed the fucking like standard transition of power, you know, process to start. And then, yeah. hey, you get to wave your pom poms and be like, God, I told you this all along that I was right. That drives me crazy. And again, like you said, I don't actually know what happens in the transition of power. I'm sure there's a laundry list of things that need to be done. And I don't know most of them. So, right. You're, and, and then secondly, and where I'll give you, you know, a little bit here as well is that I think, yes, the news media is probably making this a bigger thing than it actually is because that's what they do. They need to make money. Pro- probably. But <laughs> he says, he says probably. But it's still, it's just, it's a little frustrating. I just, I just wish it's already been contentious. Let's just see if we can get through the next two months without adding more shit to it. That's all. We will. We will. I hope so. But anyway, let's end it there. Um, into something good. You got something let's good. Let's end with something. I've I I absolutely okay, have something good. Start. Let's end with something good. Let's end with something good. Let's end on a good note. Um. Well, oh yeah, my good thing to end with. Um. Here. Uh. Is end with something good. My good thing. <laughs> just <laughs> when we thought 2020 couldn't. Get better. I'm, you I'm go going on record Totally here. redeem yourself. Totally, <laughs> I said it the other day, and then I found out a second thing the next day, back-to-back days. And I went on record November 12th. 2020 might be the best year ever. Oh, God, don't so say that. Far. Why? November 19th and November 24th, we've got... Fresh Prince of Bel Air original cast reboot and Save by the Bell original cast <laughs> That's reboot. Your good news. Respectively. <laughs> that is key. Dude. And dude, speaking of, <laughs> I actually I actually just saw a those thing. Those are two of my favorite shows of all time, like for my childhood, yeah. dude. And we're just bringing them back right around Thanksgiving. I'm gonna binge them all day thir- right. uh, Thanksgiving Day. And dude, I just saw that I know a lot of people are excited about this, but the Friends reboot. Um, or I don't know if it's yes. a reboot, but the reunion or whatever there, yep. it got pushed because of, uh, the pandemic, but apparently in March, right. they're going to start shooting again or start shooting rather. So that'll is be kind of cool. Is best year ever. Best year ever. <laughs> okay. Settle down. All right. So my good news is, uh, um, is the, did you see that Emily Harrington girl who free climbed, um, uh, El, El Capitan? Cal? That's pretty freaking cool. Yeah. Oh, oh, I did see yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 34 yeah, yeah. Okay, years yeah. old and free yep. climbed did El Cap. Less, did it in less than a day. Yeah. First woman ever. That's yeah, fucking that's badass. Huge. That's baller. Did you She's ever see... She's got to now do it in less than four hours, but... Well, uh, no, but, but that's, yeah. that was a different face, wasn't it? Like, uh, what's his bucket that... Uh, yeah, that was... Um, I don't know if that was a different that face, That movie, Free it? Solo. Yeah, it was a... Yeah. Was it El Cap? I thought it was a different yeah. one. No, it was absolutely El Cap. Yeah, Alex Honnold. Uh, Honnold. I don't know if go. that was a different face. But yeah, that's but that's it could have been a different route potentially. Yeah. But I think he did the hardest one. So she uh okay, the one she did it says was the, it's called the Golden Gate route. That's not the one he did. Okay. Yeah, did you ever see that the the free solo? Doc? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, the whole time I watched that, my hands were sweating. 
It made me so yeah, uncomfortable. Dude, I threw up like four times. <laughs> um, it usually takes a climber four to six days to reach the summit, but Herring made it and up made it up in twenty one hours and thirteen minutes and fifty one seconds. Yeah, dude, Honnold did it in four. I don't think that's the same route, though. Right? No, his was harder. I'm pretty sure his was harder. I'm pretty sure he did the hardest route. I may be wrong, but I'm almost yeah, I positive. I don't remember. Um, I, I just, I'm so impressed by, I mean, the fact that anyone would go and climb. I mean, it's a sheer rock face. Like there, like the fact that people are even able to do it with, with all of the gear and safety yeah. measures and the fact that someone has the goal to jump on that face and just go up there with no protection is insane to me. And they are far cooler than I'll ever be. For sure. For sure. But anyway. um, all right. Just looking real quick. Alex Honnold's route was one of the easier big wall free climbing routes on LCAP called free, free rider, free rider. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, that, man. Good conversation right as always. Likewise, kind of probably. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. I love, you, love you, man. I'll talk soon. All right. And that's a wrap, ladies and gentlemen, for this week's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. Please don't forget to download and subscribe to Inexpert Opinions in your favorite podcast app. And uh, you'd be doing us a huge favor if you gave us a five-star rating. That helps us grow. Growing's good. Everything needs to grow, including Inexpert Opinions. We're trying to blow this thing up, y'all. So, uh, yeah, rate us. We love you. Thanks again for listening. Bye-bye. Shut up and sit down.